Hello and welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This one's called When Being Right Feels Bad. Which um, has happened to us uh, as of late. Uh, due to the um, coronavirus, really, is the main sort of thing that I've been right about that feels bad. Um, because now we have Omnicron, which <laughs> Omnicron isn't the actual name. It's actually Omicron. But Omnicron sounds better, and it sounds like a Decepticon. It does. It sounds very robot Transformer-esque. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just imagine a supervillain in Transformers named Omnicron the Destroyer. Yeah. And it's just such a... It's just a badass sounding name, so I'm going to keep calling it Omnicron. I know that's wrong, and I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay. So we've got this new variant that's that's a thing, and I just have to say I saw this coming, and I I, I called this, um, and I'm I know what is going to happen. It's really frustrating when you know what's going to happen and you can't do anything about it. So. When the coronavirus first started, I knew that if there wasn't enough people that got vaccinated, that that was going to give the virus time to mutate. And every time it mutates, there's a little teeny tiny chance it could turn into something terrible that kills all of us, the entire human race. Mm -hmm. And the longer it takes for people to get vaccinated, to get herd immunity, to get rid of the virus, the more chance there is for it to evolve into God knows what, something even worse than Omicron. Mm-hmm. Um, and we that's don't true. know what that even would look like yet. But it seems like that's the path we're on. It seems like we're not going to ha- hit the threshold to be able to say coronavirus is gone and not mutating anymore. And so eventually it's going to mutate into something that's going to literally just kill all of us. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. That's the path we're on right now. And I don't know that we're going to be able to change it. And it's freaking scary. Well, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. The current events are sad. Yeah. Because what has happened is a lot of us went out and got our shots and got vaccinated. And the virus was getting pushed back from that. But not enough people in the world got vaccinated so that it has time to mutate into a different kind of virus. And... That may be weaker or maybe susceptible to the vaccines we have. We don't even know now, but it doesn't really matter because if it, it's going to mutate again. Um, unless we get enough people, it's just going to keep mutating. And there's nothing we can do about it. Right. And people are questioning, a lot of people right now are questioning, saying things like, well, if the vaccines work, why are vaccinated people still getting COVID? Breakthrough cases, yeah. Yeah, breakthrough cases. And the answer is... Um, multi-layered, but part of it is because we still have such high rates of community transmission. Yeah. The COVID hadn't slowed down. Exactly. (laughs) And the other part is because we have so many people still unvaccinated, at least here in the U.S., where it may not feel like very many when you're like, oh, it's only 30%. Well, that's 30% of whatever 400 million people. And that's a lot of unvaccinated lungs. It is a whole lot of unvaccinated lungs. And then you get out into the rest of the world, in particular the less developed countries where vaccination rates are just terrible. Abysmal. And you have even more unvaccinated lungs for COVID to get into and mutate. 
Yes, and the mutations are what the problem is. And I think a lot of people haven't understood that from the beginning. They think this is just one virus, and if we can kick it, it'll be over. But it doesn't work like that when assholes refuse to get vaccinated and let the shit mutate like a ninja turtle in their body (laughs) and come out and fuck the rest of us. And it's really, really, really frustrating. And I'm tired of being right about it, but it just keeps happening. Sadly, I've had a member of my family who just recently died from coronavirus. I'm like three weeks out of going to a funeral for a family member who died from this disease. So it's really frustrating to hear people say that it's over and that they're they're done with it because it's not done with us. And I just had to go to a funeral over it. And you will, too, if you're not careful. You know what I mean? And this is what I want to warn people. This is what I want to tell people. This is what I wanted to mention in this show. It's not over. I just lost a family member. It can happen to you. We need to be banded together in this. But we're not. No. And it's sad. We're anything but banded together. It's sad. I said but banded. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know at my work, I've had people get coronavirus, and I didn't find out that they had it until after they came back from being sick, which means had I had an exposure to them, nobody would have bothered to even tell me. Yeah, there really seems to be... It's kind of like every person for themselves. It is. That's where we're at right now. I I can't vouch for other places in the U.S. or companies in the U.S., but Mm -hmm. from the ones where where I work and where you work and then Mm -hmm. from hearing from other people, our friends and their experiences, it seems like it's kind of up to the employer as to what their protocols are. Even though we have federal guidelines, they're just guidelines and no one's really enforcing them. Yeah. if the employer wants to be on the up and up, they are. And if they don't, then they just don't tell anybody when an employee comes in with COVID. They just don't tell you. And it's really, really messed up. And it's really, it shows, it's just more proof that like our bosses don't really care if we die. They don't really care. What they care most about is money. Well, that and their convenience. Yeah, their convenience seems to be a thing too, because we have lots of bosses running around that refuse to do anything about coronavirus or about making their employees wear masks because they would get pushback. And they would rather just not say anything about it and risk their entire employee base getting coronavirus. They would rather do that than be slightly inconvenienced by the fact that somebody might push back at them about their mask policy. And to me, that is so telling of of, of what a person's priorities really are. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I, I can say I don't know a person who works at a company that doesn't have bosses like that. I don't know a single person. Well, and part of it, too, is that we're in the South. So yeah. I think maybe our location has something to do with it. Not just the South. We're in, like, rural South. Yeah. So we're in a part of the, the That's country true. Maybe that— That's true. If you live somewhere far away and your bosses aren't acting like that, consider yourself lucky. Because here where I am, as far as I know, every boss is acting that way. Yeah, right. I'm. I've heard rumor is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like, that maybe in California yeah, they're not like, like that. Maybe in these faraway lands, these exotic places. Yeah, you know, like well, if that's true, I'm like jealous. Maryland or Delaware or California, places that aren't here in the in the dirty deep south. If that's true, I'm very jealous. Yeah. Well, I'm just. I want to hear. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. Is what I want to say. <laughs> tell uh, yeah. me what's that. If like? your boss isn't actively trying to kill you with a virus right now, I would love to hear from you. And know <laughs> yeah. What that's like. Yeah, tell us what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? What's also bothering me about this? There's a lot of things that have been bothering me about this. Another thing is that the people who aren't vaccinated, I think some of them know better and some of them don't. But 
Essentially, if you're not vaccinated at this point, what you're doing is willing to put the entire human race at possible extinction in order for you to not have to get a shot. Yes. That's where we're at right now. You're willing to risk all of humankind and animals, by the way. It's not just humans that have been dying for coronavirus. We have monkeys and snow leopards and minxes and other animals dying from coronavirus. Turns out frogs are immune, which is cool. So I guess we'll all die off and frogs will inherit the earth. And I mean, that's cool, I guess, for like sci-fi, but I don't want that to actually happen. Yeah, like gigantic frogs. Just but if you're one of those people over. who refuse to get vaccinated for crazy conspiracy reasons, you're essentially, you've been tricked into wanting to end the entire human race. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And it's kind of, it's so crazy. I mean, that's not even hyperbolic, really. No, no, not really. If you understand just basic science and how Mm -hmm. viruses work. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because we've never had, we've never had disinformation like we have now. And I'd like to make a distinguisher right here. I think this is an important thing. There's a difference between misinformation and disinformation. So misinformation is when you put something out there that's wrong, but you didn't know that it was wrong. Uh, generally speaking, misinformation happens when the writer screws up or the editor hits a typo or something. Misinformation is something that happens on accident. Mm. Disinformation is put out there when the person knows that it's a lie and they put it out there anyway to manipulate the public. And what we have right now is a ton of disinformation about COVID. The people putting this out there know that it's not true, but they're putting it out there anyway. And they're saying things like, you become magnetic when you get a vaccine and you can stick a car key to your arm. And people actually believe this bullshit. Yeah, they're filming themselves putting keys <laughs> on their bodies. And when they stick saying, see, it really is magnetic. Which is batshit crazy. And also, like I said, some of them are, are misinformation. They're too stupid to realize what they're doing. But a lot of it is disinformation. They know they're hurting people and they're doing it anyway. Well, it's generally a handful. From what I've read, it's, it's a handful of people who are the ones generating yes. the disinformation. And they know what they're doing. And they put it out into the social media landscape, and then it gets shared and reshared and shared and over mm-hmm. and over and over again by unsuspecting nimwits. Yeah. Who believe it. And and what's nuts to me is that the, the the stakes of this are so high and nobody wants to nobody wants to talk about it and nobody wants to admit that like yeah perhaps i'm willing to put other people at risk for my convenience because i certainly know a lot of people who have been like i understand that it's putting people at risk but i've got to live my life so i'm going to go to disney world this year there's just people who are just like that there are and the problem with that is we have Everybody feels like they are the exception. I know. And they're like, well, it's just this one time and I haven't done anything. I'm just going to go and do this one thing. Well, that's great, Susie. But you and everybody else, (laughs) it's just that one time. It's just that one time. It's no wonder this shit is everywhere Mm -hmm. and it won't stop. It's absolute insanity. We have reached and crossed the 800,000 Deaths mm-hmm. mark in the United States at this point. And 800,000 Americans. And to be honest, that number is probably significantly higher. That's an undercount. Is. I know. And, and, and it's affected me directly and it's affected my family directly. And it really frustrates me to see people not 
believing it and not taking it seriously and willing to put my health and the health of the people that I love, and including my fucking pets, by the way, at risk over lies, over lies from Facebook. It's really getting old. It's getting frustrated. I'm tired of being right about it because if I'm right again, by the way, we're going to get a worse mutation that's going to be immune to our vaccines and we're all going to have to get revaccinated and we're going to do that and then we'll have another one that's going to be even worse and it's going to knock out like half of all people and it's going to be their fault. So what's the solution? You can, when that happens, you can go play them this podcast and go, we should have been listening to that guy. (laughs) I mean, I guess you could do that, but... I meant like, for example. Well, this is the best solution I got. (laughs) Like here in the U.S. So Biden gives his like wrestling speech of like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm going to make everybody get vaccinated. We're going to put, we're going to take COVID and put it to the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. He, they, they put that into place as mandates for employers with over a hundred employees or contractor, federal contractors. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eventually uh, the health profession got added into it, um, which covers a lot of people. A lot of Americans fell under this, um, these mandates. And now the mandate has been, it's uh, stayed, I guess is the right word. So it's on hold. Mm -hmm. So, there's sort of this limbo and employers left even more having to navigate and figure out how to be responsible or not. Or not. Um, in the midst of this new variant. Mm-hmm. And so there's a possibility, a strong possibility that, that this mandate, this vaccine mandate here in the U.S. is going to find its way all the way to the Supreme Court. Probably. Um, when it comes time to make a decision. And that court's loaded up with assholes. Big, gigantic assholes so right now. So that doesn't look promising at all. No. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> so if that happens, it gets to the Supreme Court. They overrule it or whatever it's called uh, and then there's nothing then it's even more free for all yep. and so those of us who have been doing the right thing from the get go are we just supposed to keep doing the right thing? That's what I've been wondering I mean at what point do you give up at what point does do I stop bothering to get the new vaccine because these assholes are just going to make it worthless in a year? My question is more at what point do I stop asking nicely? For them to get vaccinated. I don't know. At what point do I actually like go nuts? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And start holding people down. I don't know. See, I'm beginning to wonder at what point does it become immoral to not forcefully vaccinate? That's kind of what I'm getting at. Which sounds crazy. And you know, the right wing people would cut this up and say, look, they want to forcefully (laughs) vaccinate. They'd be like, see, we knew it. Them libtards, (laughs) they just want to take our guns and hold us down and put needles in us. Yeah. The truth is, (laughs) if I was going to force people to do anything, it would be to become sterile, forced sterilization. And we would stop breeding. (laughs) That would be, if I was going to do anything, the first thing I would do. You had your pick if you were in charge of things. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like our population's too high. And I didn't want to kill people to make it lower. So I thought maybe if we had less births, that would be a good way to lower the population. But apparently they would rather it be that just people die. Well, they think that the Democrats put the virus out 
into the world anyway, that the liberals are behind <laughs> COVID, which is baffling to me because that means the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> the whole world is in on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> for the Democrats. It's for which the is Democrats. Ironic. Like how Americans are so stupid. Yeah. We're so dumb. We're so self-centered and we only think of ourselves. It's I'm not going to get over it. Like a lot of people are like, eh, just get over it. Eh, people have their individual freedoms, libertarian bullshit. I'm not going to get over it. You w- don't care if you kill the entire human race. Like I can't get over that. You don't care if you kill a cancer kid or somebody's grandma. Yeah. Because you can't be inconvenient. Yeah. Some kid with cancer is going to get coronavirus because their immune system is compromised and they can't get vaccinated and die because you didn't want to get a shot, I guess because you're a baby about getting a shot, or because you believed random crazy bullshit you read on Facebook. Or you didn't want to wear a mask because it... Bothers your face. Yeah, bothers your face, violates your freedoms. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. Somehow. But I mean, this is the same country that lets a guy break all the gun laws, go kill people, and then say he's self-defense. Yeah, (laughs) yep, that's true. America, am I right? Yeah, so... (laughs) I honestly knew Rittenhouse was going to get off anyway, even though it didn't seem like he should have. So it's just more of the same. It's very frustrating. Um, And it hurts. It hurts to be right sometimes. It hurts to keep being right, especially when all my I'm pessimistic as hell. Yeah. I've lost three acquaintances now to COVID. Mm. And I really don't want to lose anymore. Yeah. So please (laughs) get vaccinated. Yeah. Get boosted too, because this new variant, there's no telling, and people who got vaccinated months ago are getting sick. Mm-hmm. So get your booster. And for fuck's sake, wear a fucking mask. Yeah. If you're going to be indoors with other people, and particularly people you don't live with, wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard. Surgeons do it all the time. All the time. And they do it to protect you while they're cutting you open. Mm-hmm. The least you could do is, you know, wear one for old people and cancer kids. It's the least you could do. Well, you know, that was good advice that we gave. And I think it's all kind of a down note. And uh, we maybe should try to perk things up a little bit. Yeah, so, sorry about that. So it's time to um, it's time to check in our good friends, the Republicans, and see what those idiots are doing. Um, and as it turns out, we have uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has paid over almost half of her salary in fines for not wearing masks. <laughs> At this point. (laughs) That lady is a nut. So we're in December. She has spent almost half of her salary this year on fines for refusing to wear a mask where she works, where the rules are that she's supposed to. Wow. And she just keeps breaking it over and over and over again and just doesn't seem to give a shit. Wow. Which is insane to think about. Like, what is wrong with her? Uh, Well, we know she's incredibly stupid. I have to assume she's gotten way more money than that in private donations, and that's why she can do it. She has a lot of people who just think that she's great. The bee's knees. Yeah, which is bizarre to me, mm-hmm. because she's anything but. Yeah, she's, she's crazy. And I mean, like... That's mind-blowing that that much of her money is going to fines. I'm kind of glad, though, because they'll use it to, like, beautify the house. Like, they'll put up a new portrait, a new oil painting of George Washington or something. They'll, uh, Nancy will get an even bigger podium. Yeah, maybe maybe we can get a nice big oil painting of Chuck Schumer that's, like, 10 feet long. 
that just sits up on top of everything for the rest of history. We just got oily Chuck Schumer it's looking just, at us. Just Chuck yeah. on the wall. Maybe Chuck behind a fireplace. I think that'd be pretty good. But we're gonna put a fireplace like in the hall. Yeah, of yeah. And like like he could be playing he could be like half naked playing a saxophone and there could be like a lady, a larger lady, laid down at his knees on a bearskin rug by a fireplace. <laughs> what? I would love to see that painting. In the house forever. And it would at the bottom it would say paid for by Marjorie Taylor Greene for the rest of time. I I would go. I think that I would, would go to see this painting. I think that's what we should do with the money. That's mm. I'm gonna write a letter or an I, email. Yeah. At least an email to try to get that swung. I think you should. Yeah, okay. Great. Well, if anybody out there supports, you can sign my petition to have a oil painting of Chuck Schumer by a fireplace, the large woman on on a bearskin rug. Like playing it. saxophone. I think you mean voluptuous. Yeah, voluptuous lady yes. on a bearskin rug. Mm-hmm. It's important that it's a bearskin rug. Right. Because that's that's sexy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And when I look at Chuck Schumer, you know. <laughs> sexy is what pops I into my mind. sexy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of crazy people in Congress, we also have, this is in the news recently that I think is just absolutely fascinating. So uh, they've been calling her Bigot Barbie herself. Uh, Lauren Boebert. Yeah. I didn't know they were calling her Bigot Barbie. Bigot Barbie. Yeah, that's a no. good name for her because yeah. she's incredibly racist and she looks like a Barbie doll. She's she's the prettiest racist I've ever seen. I'll give her that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, And, you know, she, she was talking shit about Ilhan Omar. Basically, she said, I, I heard the clips. She, she was at a thing saying, you know, she was nervous uh, being around some of the people in the house because they looked Middle Eastern and that... She realized that Ilhan Omar was beside her, but she knew she was okay because she didn't have a backpack on. And everyone in the audience... Oh, my God. She said that? That's what she said. Yeah. And that is... Wow. That has... Very much upset Ilhan Omar, so and a lot of people, as yes. it should. Wow. Um, because this is your coworker, you shouldn't really be talking like that about them. And she called her to apologize and it didn't go well and Ilhan Omar hung up on her, which I mean I think was pretty I don't blame her. I would have hung move. up on her too. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't actually trying to apologize either. It was like she was trying to double down, basically, and be like, "Yeah, she you can't was, blame me for thinking you're a terrorist." She, yeah, she was mostly probably trying to excuse mm-hmm. what she said of like, "Well, yeah, you can't blame me for saying that because yeah. you know." Well, as it turns out, old bigot Barbie herself has a longer rap sheet. She has more arrests than Tupac Shakur had. <laughs> so she, Lauren Boebert, bigot Barbie, is more gangster than Tupac Shakur. Do you know what any of those arrests were for? Who, who cares? I mean, it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a lot of arrests. That is a lot. I mean, because Tupac got arrested a few times. Yeah. So she's been arrested more times than Tupac. She has a longer rap sheet than the rapper himself. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Old Bigot Barbie. That's her. And yeah, so that's that's been a thing in the news. So we have crazy Congress people, especially in the House right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and old Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, he's an idiot, and we got him. He hasn't really... I don't know. What's he done recently that's been in the news? Um. Well, he kept bringing weapons to speaking engagements. That's right. For a while there. Yeah, he <laughs> just he, felt like he, he needed to He would get in trouble armed. for it, and then the next event would happen, and he'd have another weapon on him. I can't fathom that you know yeah and i mean in america we just had yet another school shooting this time it was the kind of school shooting that wasn't just an argument between two people it was somebody who was determined to kill a bunch of people with a gun that his parents bought him 
when he was a 15 year old. So it's that's the gun culture that we're living in right now. And it gets modeled from the top by people like him bringing guns to the House of Representatives to meetings. Lauren Boebert, too, said she was going to bring her pistol to the House of Representatives. And they had to start putting up metal detectors because the Congress people were literally talking about bringing arms to the House of Representatives. I mean, kind of exciting in the sense of like, maybe they'll have a shootout. Yeah, I mean, that's what we used to do. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's what they meant by make America great again. But we're going back to the days where Congress people dueled each other. <laughs> they didn't like, they don't like somebody's proposal or change to change to a legislature so they just shoot them so they just shoot them that's where we're headed to I, america <laughs> it's so crazy i just would have never thought that we would be here in 2021 nearing the end of this year that 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 it would be probably arguably worse than 2020 which was a terrible year yeah who knew i really thought that we would be in a much better place at this point in Me terms too. of the pandemic and just life in general and trump being gone yeah, I was like, he'll be gone and we'll be calm and rational. <laughs> no, but he still has all the power in the party. They're still just 100% dedicated to Donald Trump. And he, for all I know, he's going to win the next election. Uh, God, I, I know. They're going to steal no. it. They're going to take it. I mean, I know there's definitely concern yeah. that that could happen in particular um, from the the recent gubernatorial election. Yeah, he's installed people who will literally overturn the election if it goes against them. Mm -hmm. That's where we're, we're headed. Well, and like I was saying, the gubernatorial elections in which we had a Republican takeover in, I think, Virginia, mm -hmm. and then the Democrat almost losing, mm -hmm. was it New Jersey? Yeah. Like... The Democrat almost lost in New Jersey. Close calls and then a, a loss. And yeah. it's like, this is supposed to be our time to shine and to fix things and make things better. And we're looking <laughs> like we're going to lose yeah. big time. And if that happens, I don't know. Y'all be listening to this in a post-apocalyptic future where we're all frog people. They're the only people that are left. And you'll be listening to this podcast and you'll be like, wow, those those people totally called it. <laughs> those Carolina snowflakes, they were on to something. Yeah, so I guess we're recording this for posterity uh, and just to say hey to the frog people. Yeah, and also to say that if you're one of those out there that has continued to do the right things... In the last year and a half. We understand how much it sucks. It sucks ass, but we appreciate you. Yeah. And we thank you for yeah. that. It's hard, but thank you for doing it because somebody's got to. And if you want to hear episodes of us being right as shit about other things, you can find those on our website. Carolinasnowflakes.com If you want to be with other predictors of future events, you can find us gathered together on uh, the evil Facebook or Meta facebook.com forward slash carolina snowflakes and if you aren't vaccinated i'd love to hear why i'm sure that it's crazy uh, but i doubt that you listen to this whole episode because i called you a genocidal maniac um but i would love to hear from you at our email carolina snowflakes at gmail.com gmail.com thanks for listening bye